Proverbs chapter 4, we're going to look at verses 10 through 27, 10 to the end of the chapter. Let's, let's read God's word together. Verse 10, Proverbs 4. Hear, my son, and accept my words that the years of your life may be many. I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. When you walk, your step will not be hampered, and if you run, you will not stumble. Keep hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of the, of the evil. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance. For from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet. Then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. As I was meditating on this, it reminded me of when I was a kid, and on Saturday mornings, I would miraculously get up very early. It was much more difficult to do that any other day of the week. I don't know why. But on Saturdays, was cartoon day. And so at 6 o'clock, I would be out of bed, I'd go in the living room, turn on the TV, and after the vacuum tubes warmed up, then an image would appear. And I just, I, all until 12 o'clock, from 6 to 12, nothing but full blast cartoons. It was great. Best day of the week. There was one cartoon character in particular. Can we turn this down just a little bit? I, I, I feel like I'm speaking inside a 55-gallon drum. Is that, thank you. Thank you. That's somewhat better. Okay. So, there was one character that you're probably familiar with, Foghorn Leghorn. I don't know how old I was before I figured out exactly what his name meant, Foghorn Leghorn, a rooster. And one of the characters in that cartoon was a, a guy, a little guy by the name of Henry Hawk. And Henry Hawk was a chicken hawk. And it was his task, his job, his duty 
his responsibility to pursue and eat chickens. This was back when cartoons were really cool, you know. And, and the theme of all cartoons was either destruction or torment of everything perpetually. I mean, that was, that was the only thing there was. And so Henry um, finds Foghorn. I mean, this is the big chicken. We're going after him. And very often, uh, Foghorn would look at this young, inexperienced chicken hawk, and he would say to him, listen, I say, listen to me, boy, when I'm talking to you. And that's what Proverbs 4 is. Proverbs 4 is an older man saying to his son, Solomon saying to his son, listen to me, boy, when I'm talking to you. Hear, O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. This is, this is the Old Testament example of what we've been studying in Titus. Older men teach the younger men. Well, here you have an older man teaching his son to walk in the ways of wisdom and to avoid an early death. In fact, uh, verse 1, if you, if you state it in the negative, the positive is, Hear, O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. To say it negatively is, If you don't pay attention to me, you're going to die young. He wants his son to live a long life. He wants to instruct him in order to keep him from early destruction. The fool dies young. I, I was thinking about, what's his name? Joel, Billy Joel. You know, only the good die young. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. The foolish die young because of their foolishness. But the wise preserve their own lives. And that's what this whole thing is all about. In fact, it's really what all of Proverbs is about. is about being wise, not being foolish. Be attentive that you may gain insight, for I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast to my words. This is verse, verses 3 and 4. I was thinking of my dad. My dad was not uh, he in no way resembled any sort of philosopher. Uh, he worked in the cotton mill. That was his life. And he wasn't one to set us down and you know speak directly to us and say, "Listen to me, boy, when I'm talking to you." But there were a couple of times when he said a couple of things that stuck. There were two things. I heard him say them just you know, in passing, but they stuck. And apparently my dad was very concerned that his children not smoke or drink. And his comment was, if you never start, you never have to quit. Now that was about the sum total of all my dad's counsel all my years growing up, but that, but that stuck with me. And 
I was able to avoid those things successfully and actually avoided people who didn't avoid those things. It was, it was just that one little word of wisdom that directed my life in a very good direction. Verse 11, I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. When you walk, your step will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. The, the picture here is one of, of walking and running through life. Life, we, we walk through it. This is something that we see all throughout Scripture. How we walk, meaning how we live. And he is making it even more particular, saying that if you listen to me, then you won't stumble, you won't be hampered in your walk of life. Verse 13, keep hold of instruction, do not let go, guard her, for she is your life. This is how important the counsel of, I'll say the elderly, of older people is. It's not something that's necessarily in vogue, right? Uh, I think now more than ever in the United States, uh, old people, and I include myself in that group, aren't particularly respected. Uh, in, in an age where technology is obsolete within two years, now, how obsolete is your grandfather? How, how irrelevant is he? How out of touch is he? What could he possibly have to say that would have any relevance to your life as a 15-year-old or a 20-year-old or even a 30-year-old? I'll go back to the example of my dad. My dad, by the time I was born, my dad had been around the block several times. He, uh, he served in the Army during World War II in the European theater. He uh, was at Remagen Bridge. He was in the Battle of the Bulge. He saw things that he didn't really want to talk about. He grew up quickly as a young man and had a, a great deal of wisdom that he didn't necessarily share very much, unless you asked him, unless you cornered him, and then he would talk. And as he got older, he got a little more talkative. As he got further away from those bad experiences, he would talk more about it, and it wasn't as emotional. But I appreciated just his history, his experience, and that he came through that relatively unscathed, praise the Lord. When your dad wants to tell you something, listen to him. When an older man wants to share wisdom with you about how to live life, just the fact that he is older than you carries some weight. He's been places, he's seen things, he's had experience, moms too, older women as well, I don't mean to exclude them. And why would they want to share their lives and share these things with you? Because they want you to live a long life. Because they love you. 
And so hold on to that instruction. Don't let it go. Verse 14, don't enter the path of the wicked. And do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on, for they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble, for they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. This is the world. Look at Matthew chapter 7 with me for just a moment. Matthew chapter 7. Sermon on the Mount. Verse 13, Matthew 7, 13, Jesus is speaking. He says, enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. That's the New Testament version of Proverbs 4. Notice that he says, do not enter the path of the wicked. Do not walk in the way of evil. According to Jesus, the majority, the vast majority of people are in that path. And it's an easy path. And those who enter by it are many. It's the path of least resistance. Dare I say it's the path of most worldly fun. And Jesus says, the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. The vast majority of the people that we all know outside these walls are on the broad road that leads to destruction. Don't listen to them. This also has direct bearing on who you choose to spend your time with. I was telling you that my dad said, you know, if you never start, you, you don't have to stop. Uh, in high school, I saw a lot of my friends, and, and it's, it's just by the grace of God that I was not led in that direction, that I was not on that broad road, um, along with those who cannot sleep unless they've done wrong. But just those few words of wisdom that my father gave me protected me from all my high school buddies and friends that I watched go into the destruction of their own lives. So, some of them died. Some of them were killed. Uh, lots of alcoholism. Lots of drug abuse. And who knows what else. And my dad's counsel, just in those few words, th those seeds were planted in my conscience. And I said, I don't want to go that way. And God protected me. I thank the Lord for that. Young people in particular, pay attention to these words. It is easy to be led astray. It is fun to go astray. And the world 
longs for you to go astray. Please don't listen to them. Please be careful who you choose to spend your time with, who you pal around with, who your friends are. I thank the Lord that there is a church here that has so many young people and college students and I see you, I see you come and go, but I, but I see you hanging around each other and sitting together on a regular basis. And that's, that's good because you feed off of one another and, and you're accountable to each other. And then in the mix, as all us old people too, we're watching. And, and we want to protect you too. Because the world is, I forget the name of the song, a bad place. A terrible place to live, but I don't want to die. And they will lead you to an early death if you listen to them. Look at the world. Look at, look at Portland. My mom was watching The Price is Right every day. Every day she watches The Price is Right. And somebody won a trip to Portland. And I'm like, who wants to go to Portland? That's not a prize. That's a sentence. You don't want to go there. Why? Because of what's happening in the streets. Because of the foolishness of youth, misguided. Verse 20. Or 19. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. There's an awful lot of ignorance there, just in that one example. Verse 20, my son, be attentive to my words. He's repeating himself. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Do you, can you see... Solomon saying this with tears, speaking to his own son, saying, don't let go of what I'm telling you. I've been around the block. I know wherever I speak. Pay attention. Listen to me, boy. When I'm talking to you, I know what I'm talking about. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. Even, you know, on this hand you have rioting in the streets. On the other hand you have, how do I talk? What kind of communication comes out of my, what's my vocabulary like? I need to be careful just even with the words that I use in communication with others. And then finally, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Pursue him. Follow hard after your good shepherd. And he will take care of you. 
ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. In other words, stay on that straight and that narrow path. There may not be a whole lot of company on that path, but it leads to life. The wide path leads to destruction, and the world would be happy for you to follow them to their own destruction and to yours. Father, we pray for, especially for, well, we pray for all of us that we would be wise, but we pray especially for our younger brothers and sisters here and ask that you would cause them as a result of reading and meditating upon scripture and and listening to the wise counsel of older believers we pray father that you would grant them a wisdom that is far beyond their years and cause them to walk in the way that they should go protect them father from an evil world we pray this in jesus name amen